You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 734, Mac Mini for Pro Problems. And welcome everyone to the MyMac.com podcast number 734. We have all kinds of stuff to talk about this week. Uh, one thing to talk about is the fact that Gaz isn't here. So, you know, he's he's not going to be saying anything because he's not here. But we do have, we do have somebody that I have been talking to a lot lately. Yes, you have. <laughs> Dave Ginsburg from the Off the Charts podcast. And in touch with iOS, uh, he's yep. joining me this week. And the weird thing is that you and I got together Wednesday night yep. to do the Mac to the Future live cast. Yes, we did. And then Thursday, we got together to do your In Touch with iOS podcast. Which I appreciate you being on my oh, show. Oh, sure. Not a problem. And now, and now just two days later, yeah. we're doing another podcast together, the My Mac podcast. Well, let me let me just say it's like it's my off the charts horse racing podcast. Uh, that was a trifecta. Yeah, as a matter of fact, it was, <laughs> and we won. So, you know. <laughs> yay! Yay! We're winning. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm I'm going to try an experiment this week, and uh, I bought an application to help me with this experiment, and that is Fission, and we're going to Rogue Amoeba is going to be like all over this podcast yeah. this week. Uh, but I bought Fission because it does a couple of things. Number one, uh, it normalizes audio, which is something that in the past I have used uh, Levelator for. But I am hearing rumbles that um, nobody's going to pick that up and that they, that this version of Levelator is probably the last version and it may not work with macOS 10.15 uh, which, as I understand it, is going to be called the the Great Big Rock Candy Mountain. Yeah, no, it's been. I think it's been dead for a while. <laughs> well, I mean, it still it. works. It, yeah, it still works. works. I mean, but I'm saying it's. It, yeah, there's but, not going to be any future development. For no, it. no. Uh, and, but Fission does normalization. It, but it also does something that um, I've only heard of all the podcasts that I listen to. I've only heard it on one other podcast, and that yeah. is the uh, the Mac Geek Gap. Uh, yeah. where they do chapters within right. uh, their podcast, which is great because if they do some topic that I'm not interested in, not that that ever happens, he no. said, oh, 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 then I can just hit the little up arrow and, and skip to the next part. So I'm going to try that this week and see how well that works. Uh, should be fun, should be interesting. If you yeah. like it, please let me know, and I will continue to do it since I'm going to be in uh, Fission anyway. And I, I, tried, in, I tried it with uh, a previous podcast that, uh, that Gaz and I had done, and it looked like it worked, but I wasn't able to actually test it. So <laughs> this could go very, very badly, well, but not like sure that's ever back. happened before. <laughs> Make oh, sure there's you have a backup. <laughs> oh, I, I, no, are you kidding? I podcast without a net. I just, I just go. All right. <laughs> but anyway, thanks for coming on, Dave. I really appreciate oh, it. Now, if Gaz listens to this show, I'm about to say something 
that it won't so much shock him, but it will be the first time that he's heard it. Okay. And that is because, you know, he's not on this week because he's got stuff going on. Yep. I might not be on next week because I may or may not have stuff going on too. There you I, go. And yeah. what it is, uh, and I was, we, you and I were talking about it just before we started recording the podcast. Yeah. There's a company that makes a lot of audio gear and the name of the company is Audio Technica. And they have, into one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the ATR 2100. Right. Uh, they have a warehouse in, in Stowe, Ohio. And next weekend they're having like this, this big warehouse sale. The problem is it's December in Ohio and snow, which means there could be just a crap ton of snow. And if there's going to be a lot of snow, then I'm not going to go because you know, there, it's not like I need anything. I have all the microphones that I want. And for the most part, uh, I don't use audio technica microphones anyway. Uh, I have a, a decent set of headphones and a backup set of headphones. Uh, I, I already have a turntable. I already have like most of the stuff that they sell, but you just never know. There might be some little nugget in there, you know, and plus I love bargains. So I thought I, I was bad. I am. Oh, I'm awful. I really, really am. I'm, I'm completely, there's a reason why my wife handles all the major finances in this house. Because if, if I was left in my own devices, I would be, this entire room would be floor to ceiling, just all kinds of, of weird gear that was like, oh, it seemed like such a bargain at the time. Would you use it for anything? Well, no. You know, but, but yeah, it's just, it's just stuff that I do. So, uh, yeah, my wife makes all the major financial decisions, and that is a good thing. Yeah. <sighs> hey, that, hey, that trip actually is a lot shorter than I thought it was. It's uh, only five hours and 44 minutes from Chicago. Oh, well, you, then you should, you should make that drive yeah. all the way well, to Akron. <laughs> See, now, for me, it's great because I don't have to pay for a hotel or anything along those lines because I've got, I've got a friend in the area. You do have a friend in, in high places. Yeah, yeah. Well, actually, he's in uh, Clinton, Ohio, which is uh, just south yeah. of Akron, but it, it's close. Yeah. It's close enough. And Stowe is right there in that area as well. Um, but again, this is all going to depend on, on whether or not uh, the weather holds out. Because if the weather is going to be crap, yeah. then you know I'm not going to drive, and it's, it's going to end up being six-plus hours instead of you know, just six hours to go to a warehouse sale for stuff that I mm -hmm. don't really even need. So, you know, there is that. There is that. Yeah. So other than talking to me, what have you been doing this week? Oh, podcasting, of course. Of course. <laughs> um, I just came back from, uh, we just did the, our, our weekly visit to the off-track betting facility and, uh, had a couple wins on the Off the Charts Horse Racing podcast, so uh, we I just got back from that a little while ago. And uh, what else? No, just getting busy with work. Uh, got to do some training next week, so I'm kind of dreading that, but uh, I enjoy <laughs> doing it too. So I'm actually leading the training, so that uh, that makes it uh, interesting, of course. Um, but no, we uh, just keep keep clogging along with InTouch by OS, and uh, I kind of appreciate you having me here. And uh, sure, you know, I'm not uh, I'm kind of, can't say how much else looks exciting. Uh, well, do you, uh, do you keep coming. track, do you keep track of your wins and losses based on the picks that you do for off the charts? 
Yes, we do. If you go on our website uh, right now, uh, uh, my friend Steve is the, is the is the is the handicapper of the operation. I'm the brains of the operation, so uh, he is running right around a return on investment of forty four percent. If you pick nice. first or second place uh, finishers that he chooses each week, so if you were to pick those two and follow what he does, what uh, what he picked, uh, you'd be about a forty four percent rager. Well, uh, here on on the MyMac podcast, I'm the handicap. Okay. Well, that's, you know. <laughs> yeah. Gas is the brains. I'm the handicap. There you go. There you yeah. Go. So there is that. Oh, you know what I haven't done? I haven't started Farago. So I'm going to start Farago real quick and pretend like it was there all, all right. the time. So uh, why don't we, with having said that, uh, <laughs> let's go on over to the mymac.com recent articles. And, and I will take the first one. Uh, right. It is three... Geeky Ladies, The Holiday Gift Guide, episode 123. So the ladies, and that's Suze. It's not Suzy. What? It's Suze, oh, you nitwit Brit. That's what I said. Oh, and Vicky. It's Vicky Stokes. Miss Stokes to guy and Okay, Miss Stokes. And lastly, okay. uh, Elisa Pacelli. You say Pacelli, and I say Pacelli. Okay, well, no, I guess it was Pacelli. Uh, so they have their gift guide. Why don't you take the next one there, Dave? Sure. Uh, then you got uh, Let's Talk uh, Photography number 61, Street Photography with uh, Antonio Rosario. And uh, he chats with Bart. Uh, Bart chats with Antonio Rosario from switching to Manual and the Street Shots podcast about his street photography. And uh, let's see. We've got only, you know, they don't, don't have a whole lot going on, on the website this week, uh, but we do have uh, Tech Fan 374 Death of the Mall. Uh, I, I have listened to this and yeah, he's, uh, he's not, you know, they weren't far from wrong as far as, uh, uh I mean, there's all kinds of malls closing all over the place. Matter of fact, oh, one no. of the malls that, uh, I did some business in when I lived in Ohio was in St. Clairsville and I may be passing by that area when, no, assuming I go to Ohio, maybe I'll I don't know if it is or not. I know that the department store that I did the work in isn't there anymore. It was Carlisle's department store. Oh, boy. Those are all gone. So, anyway, uh, David returns from his not-so-fun cruise. He he actually cruised across the Atlantic. That's something I would love to do. But anyway, yeah. he but he apparently did not have a great time with it. Uh, to talk with Tim. Yes, Tim. About the, I don't see, I don't have Gaz's Tim stuff. The hot holiday <laughs> tech of 2018, the death of the U.S. malls, BBSs, Black Friday, and much, much more. Much did more. Did you buy anything on Black Friday? Uh, yes, I did actually. Oh, I, bought my, I bought my Netgear Orbi. Oh, that's right. Have, and have, have you, you've got that now, right? Yeah, I'm on it as I speak here. So is it working it's, well? It seems to be. Excellent. To start doing some tweaking and probably a little overkill because I already had a Nighthawk, uh, X6, uh, router, but I thought it was giving me trouble. So I'm debating, but, uh, it, it is the Orbi is nice. Cause you got those satellite, uh, units right. to be put around the whole house. So, so it, it really does. It, I mean, does it really increase the signal throughout the entire house? Seems like it Yeah, The second satellite wasn't working right. I got to get that cooking still, but, uh, yeah, the first one's right downstairs and, uh, yeah, it nice. seems like it's, uh, it's, it's zooming along. Okay, well, why don't you take the very last one? 
All right, Geeky Show Ever, number 298, Gifts for Geeks by Geeks. It was the time for their annual geeky gift-giving guide. Yeah, there's, uh, what is that called? When there's, you have lots of words that have the same letter, alliteration? Tongue twister. Something like that. I can't remember. If you would like to write for the mighty MyMac.com website, all you have to do is contact Mr. John Nemo. And his email address is Nemo at MyMac.com. Uh, real quick, Dave, without any funny stuff, no funny stuff, how can people get a hold of you? They can get a hold of me at InTouchWithIOS.com on that website and Twitter, DaveG65. And you can reach me, Guy, at MyMac.com. And I am on the Twitters as MacParrot. Now, uh, Dave, I'm, I'm going to guess that you know exactly what to say to take us out of a segment. Uh, we'll be right back. I forgot. I, we just went over this. Stand by. Stand by for standing by. <laughs> and? Stand by. And we'll, we'll be. We, and we'll be, of course, and we'll be right back. God, it's like pulling teeth. Hey Siri, could you read the Three Geeky Ladies promo script? Sure. Elisa says, Welcome to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast and introduces Susay and Vicky. Susay says, Hello everyone. Vicky says, Hi. Elisa, want to know how we feel about the new Apple product? Susay, what about the iOS camera, Vicky, or the MacBook Pro update? Elisa, Susay, and Vicky in unison. Then, listen to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast. Siri, the Three Geeky Ladies podcast on the My Mac Podcasting Network. Quality and professionalism rarely comes in pairs. And it didn't happen here either. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome back to the more serious side of the MyMac.com. This is this is where this is where we we look at each other in the eye. Well, actually, we we can't because we don't have the the, the cameras on. But we're we're face to face in different cities, virtually, virtually face to face, to talk about important issues, to talk about things that really matter. Like, are the Chicago Bears going to make the playoffs this year? They could. Yeah. They're playing the New York Giants this week. So, Oh, that's right. You know who the Dolphins are playing? Oh, that's right. You're a Dolphins fan. Yeah, I am a Dolphins fan. They're playing the team that is going to beat them. Yeah, because they have not been playing well. <laughs> they have not been since playing they, well. Since they beat the Bears earlier this year. <sighs> yeah, I don't know what the problem is with the Dolphins. It seems like year after year after you think, okay, well, Tannehill, he's healthy this year. He's he's going to go and set him on fire. And for whatever reason, that's the year that all the receivers get hurt or that's the hurt. year that the – yeah, either he gets hurt, the offensive line, you know, falls off a cliff and, you know, collectively breaks their right and left ankles. 
And it just seems like year after year, there's just something that keeps the Dolphins from, from doing anything. And one of those things that keeps the Dolphins from doing anything is the goddamn New England Patriots. I am so <laughs> bloody tired of the words that I can't say on a family-friendly podcast. New England Patriots. Oh, God, they make me so mad. And I, and I despise, despise him with a passion. Belichick. Hate him. And the only thing that would make me not hate him is if he was coaching for the Miami Dolphins. <laughs> that's right. I don't think that's happening anytime. No, soon. no, he he'll probably retire up there in New well, England. You got uh, you got Ryan uh, Case. He's he's good. He's a good coach. He's got a lot. Tough he to is. With. He is. But he, he came he came from the Bears. He was working. He, he was. Uh, well, you know what it is though. And I know we'll get to the stuff that we're going to talk about. We we uh, just have uh, to go off on these oh, little, and, this uh, little tangent. We're talking about sports here and and, and football. Yeah. <laughs> um. The the problem is the the ownership in Miami is just awful. And it's not dissimilar to the problems that they have here in Washington, DC with the Redskins, where the ownership is, it just keeps interfering with the team. Right. You know, honestly, if you own an NFL football team, sit in your freaking owner's box on Sunday, watch the game, smile. Every once in a while, the cameras will go up. So oh, look, there's the owner of the, of the Orlando fire bobs, you know, or wh- whatever the name of the team is. Yeah. And then you do your little wave. And then w- if they happen to win the championship, you can stand there with the team and everybody's all happy and, and hunky dory. Don't interfere with the team. You hire the best people that you can to manage and run the team. You give them at least five years to put together a good team. If they don't, you get rid of them and you bring in somebody else. That's the extent of what you should be doing as an NFL owner. But no, you've got you've got guys like Schneider from the Redskins. I can't even think of who owns the, the Dolphins now. Yeah. Uh, you've got the guy that owns the Cowboys, you know, and they just seem to just get into the mix of it. And it's like, stop it. Just be happy that you have enough money to own an NFL team. Okay, that should be the extent of what of your involvement is throwing money at this thing that will make you even more money if you ever sell it. You can t- I I'm very passionate about this even if I don't really understand it. Well, That's the I way I, I won't am. bring up the Miami Marlins. That's another problem too. So. Oh, oh, they're even worse. You know, they win the World Series and new ownership and and then they completely suckered, suckered destroy the team to pay for their for their stadium and and then Derek Jeter's now an owner and it's not that pretty. Yeah, yeah. Um there's something about sports teams in Miami where everyone just seems to lose their collective minds. Anyway, let's talk about what it was that's, that that's we're actually supposed to talk about here. Yeah. <laughs> and that is uh, the Mac mini now up until the last Apple event, the Mac mini kind of languished. It just sat there and, you know, oh. it, it sold a couple of hundred, I guess a couple of hundred thousand units, uh, a year or a quarter. And, and nobody seemed to really care that much. Everybody, you know, well, not everybody, but a lot of people moaned and complained that when is the Mac mini finally going to get updated? Well, Apple finally did. Four years and later. Four years later. And they came out. It it really is, on the face of it, it's a killer upgrade. Because the Mac Mini, for years and years and years, 
was basically a, a, a MacBook in a desktop enclosure, a small desktop enclosure. And instead with the, the 2018 Mac mini, they took most of the, the, the laptop grade stuff out and put in some, some really, really nice, some yeah. really nice components. Um, so, I mean, my basic question, Dave, is do you think that the Mac mini is the shape of things to come in Apple's pro line? I don't know if it's the exact shape of things that come. Um, I'm thoroughly impressed with what they did with this new Mac pro Mac mini. So I'm calling it Mac pro already. Uh, the Mac <laughs> mini, because, um, just, just, you know, beefing it up with the desktop grade, uh, processor and memory and, and the system and uh just just th that itself was was pretty exciting i mean apple said you know the new mac pro is coming in in 2019 so um uh, what the, what the pros do uh, and, and if that comes out is another story but also don't forget you have the imac pro uh but that thing's a, just absurdly priced i mean what, it's starting at three thousand dollars no, it or, starts where, at five thousand dollars. No, there's there's a three thousand dollar model. It's no, the, not for the not for the iMac Pro. I thought that, I thought you could get it starting at three, but I could be wrong. But uh, but uh, the uh, the Mac Mac Mini is a, it's a much more affordable. Even if you bought the base model, you, I mean the the cool thing is the memory is upgradable, which is huge. Right. Um, Apple never did that before. Well, no, they they had, but they took I mean, it away they, I mean, for the I mean, 2014 had, sorry, line. I meant, I meant they they took it away, and that's what they've done for most of uh, most of their their yeah. equipment. And so, uh, so, but it's a it's a great machine for a pro. Right? There's no question about it. I think they're they're gobbling it up. The um, the thing to remember, you know, the last time Apple had uh, an updated Mac Pro was the 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 2013 trash can. Oh, wow. And, the, you know, their promise was, well, here's this small system and it's all modular. So if you want to have a better graphics card, you don't have to replace the graphics card inside. You can connect it up via this port to an eGPU and have a better card. Uh, if you need more storage, well, here's this, this fast Thunderbolt bus. You can connect up all kinds of quick storage and it's all remains this, this little tiny, you know, with a, a fan inside that, that puts up a, a slightly warm amount of, of, of hot air out the top of it. And it was, it honestly, it was a cool looking little machine. However, yeah. they put in a lot of proprietary stuff that required other companies to make stuff just for that machine. And mm -hmm. anytime, anytime you have specialized proprietary uh, technology, that has to be made for a relatively small run of machines. You're it, it's going to end up either a not happening or B being very expensive. And in the case yeah. of the Mac pro, it was both. <laughs> so right, the few right. things that you could get were like ridiculously expensive. But when you look at the Mac mini, this seems to be kind of the, 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 the promise that the 2013 Mac pro had without most of the proprietary nonsense. And, you know, it seems crazy to think about it, but I mean, mm -hmm. you look at the specs, you've got a four and six core, uh, I five and I seven. These are recent vintage Intel processors. You can put in up to 64 gigs of Ram, which is awesome. Yeah. You've got four Thunderbolt three USB C ports on the back along with, uh, uh available it's not built in but available right. 10 gigabit ethernet 
Tangiri Ethernet is incredible. Yeah, who you know? I and, mean, and that's got to be bucks to be, and, and you can future proof this machine for. You could probably hold on to it for five, six years. Yeah, and that's I mean, that's got to be, um, for like people that use it in a networking environment, well, and they course, send them up right. as servers. I can't think of servers. anyone yeah. in their right mind that would need. 10 you know a regular human being that would need 10 gigabit ethernet yeah, I mean, uh, working in the office i mean there's i mean right now i mean there's there's i mean i can't imagine that many offices right now are at 10 gig uh lines. Ethernet speeds yeah I, mean, no. I could see a, a gig i mean that's that's sure right now but not not 10 gig i mean but who knows like i said it's the future yeah yeah i mean i'm still working off a 56k modem so you know i thought so you know, I hope that my wife doesn't get a phone call while we're doing this podcast. For that. Oh, my God. Bring back nightmares. <laughs> I know. I know. Wasn't that awful? Get off the phone, honey. <laughs> it's I'm on AOL. It's, yeah. <laughs> oh, no. I got another CD slash 400K <laughs> floppy. Uh, you can also put up to two terabytes of SSD yeah. storage. Now, what there were two things that kind of disappointed me with this machine. Number one. The SSD storage is soldered in, so you can't replace that. You can't put in more. Thanks. The, the yeah, well, you know, the fact that they still had the updated or up that you could update the the memory in it, that surprised me a little bit right there. Yeah. Uh, the other part of it where I think this whole thing kind of falls down a little bit in the pro department is uh, the graphics card because it's got a what I consider to be you know pretty substandard internal. Intel UHD 630 graphics chipset, which right. isn't going to impress anyone who needs lots of horsepower for graphics processing and or audio video editing. However, they offset that with a relatively cheap solution, and relatively is the magic word when you're talking about pro-level computing, uh, with an eGPU. And by eGPU, I'm not talking about you know, the, the ridiculously expensive ones that you had to go with on the 2013 Mac pro, yeah. but using Thunderbolt, which is an industry standard. Apple didn't come up with it. That's an Intel standard. Right. So there are several solutions in the $300 range. And that's, that's not counting the GPU card itself that only requires a Mac OS compatible PCIe card. And if you go to Apple's site, they have a list of the cards, and almost all of them listed are uh, AMD Radeon chips. Right. Uh, the RX 470, 570, 480, 580. The Pro, I've never even heard of this card. Pro WX7100. Uh, a couple of Vega cards. And, uh, you know, I, I, I get on this rant every once in a while with Gaz, <laughs> where it's like, who comes up with these product names? So here we go. We have the AMD Vega Frontier Edition Air. What does that tell? That could be anything from uh, a California orange to a new car because it doesn't tell you anything other than AMD. It doesn't tell you anything. And of course, the AMD Radeon Pro WX9100. Yeah. Uh, And there'll be a link in the show notes to uh, all of the compatible GPUs. Yep. Uh, but there is one solution that's already configured for you, and it includes uh, HDMI, it includes DisplayPort connectors, as well as additional uh, USB 3.1 and one additional Thunderbolt 3 slash USB-C port. 
and it's from Black Magic Design, which has a pretty good reputation. Now, on the right. inside, it has an AMD Radeon Pro 580 card, which I believe is the card that's inside of this uh, iMac, this 2018 iMac that I'm, I'm on. Yeah. Um, eight gigabytes of video RAM, so it's well-suited for what most people might want. Now, as compared to, you know, you know I mean, we were saying earlier that you could get uh, a, a box that has a PCIe slot internal to it, along with a power supply, for around $300, and you just put in your own card. Blackmagic's solution, this is an all-in-one solution, is about $699, about $700. So, even going with a slightly better Mac Mini than the you know the 799 model for under $2000 you could have a very powerful mac with monitors that you pick out yourself instead of having an all-in-one solution like the high-end 27-inch iMac or iMac Pros and of course there are higher-end solutions available from from Blackmagic and other companies too so when when you look at the the Mac Mini and you think about the fact that you can have lots of external storage. You know, you've got four Thunderbolt ports on the back of this beast. Yep. You can put in an awesome GPU. You can put in up to 64 gigs of RAM. Yep. Uh, what else do you really need for it to be like a pro machine? I mean, other than the video card, nothing. I mean, the machine's ready to go. I mean, yeah. I mean, if you're doing heavy intensive graphics, yeah, then you got then you, they've been saying that these external video cards, the e e e cards are have been great. I mean, the video editing has just been just just as good, if not better. Same thing with the using external solid state drives uh, and hooking those up. Um, you, you don't necessarily have to get the internal right. large space, especially when they they're charging. Right. Well, as long as it's on a fast bus like Thunderbolt. Right. And the and the Mac Mini has that, so I mean you're 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 in good shape. Out with the that. wazoo, yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a great machine. I'm I almost to, wish I'm tempted to buy it, but <laughs> I'm gonna hold I'm gonna hold back. Yeah, well, I mean, I like I said, I just bought this is a 4.2 gigahertz 27 inch iMac with you know I've got I think 40 gigs of RAM in it. Uh, it's got a two the only part of this machine I don't like it's it's a two terabyte Fusion drive, and I'm not a fan. Yeah. Yeah, of the fusion drive um so i imagine at some point as ssds come more and more down in price uh, i'm not going to do it myself because taking one of these things apart right when you've got like king kong size hands like i do <laughs> yeah. well i'm a i'm a big guy you know, know i'm, you I'm like know. six so six i, I got well, i got these a- huge monster hands and I'd rather have somebody who has some experience and knows what he's doing and I'll, you know, I'll pay him sure. to do it and then, and put in, put in a two, you know, two or three or however it goes up to at that point, right. uh, terabyte SSD card. And the, you know, I was, I've been kind of watching a lot of these sales. I know that OWC and you know, they're not a sponsor, but maxsales.com yep. had the same, I've got it here somewhere. I don't, I can't see it off the top of my head. It yeah. was a two terabyte. Uh, mercury SSD in like this little blue case. It was like about the size of a two and a half inch uh, standard spindle drive. Right. When I bought that a couple of years ago, Big money. it was $700. Uh-huh. That's now $300 yeah, for a two terabyte SSD. 
they're coming down. Yeah. So if I could get a three to four terabyte SSD for say under $500 and it would cost me say a hundred dollars to, to have it installed into this Mac, I would do that in a heartbeat. That's like a no brainer kind of, of upgrade. Yeah, either that or I get an external <laughs> external solution and put some SSDs in that. No, yeah. I think I could do that as fine. well. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, except I've got one of one of the because this has this has two Thunderbolt ports. I've got one Thunderbolt port coming off going to a uh, an Apple Cinema Display monitor, and the other one I've got going to a hub. So I don't know exactly. You know, I would have to completely reconfigure the system to do that. But you know what? I could do that with with, with enough incentive. You could. I could do that. You could. Okay. Uh, anything else? I mean, now you know, Apple has said that they're going to come out with this this Mac Pro. That's what they say next year. I mean, it's going to be interesting. We're going to have some topic discussion of that. Uh, well, have you have you thought at all about what it's going to look like? And and if you were going to get if you were going to design a Mac Pro. Yeah. What would it look like and what would it have? I don't know. I mean, I, I didn't mind the trash can desi- design, but it obviously was limited to what it could do. They may go to more, I don't know, rounded, maybe a boxy type of uh, 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 case, just like all the rest of the desktops have. Um, I mean, I know they're going to go, they're going to be doing Xeon processors for sure. Um, oh, yeah. Just, just to beat, a, beat them up. I would be, you could probably put 12 cores into that, in that beast. Uh, it'll cost or you. Or more. But, or even more, probably 20 cores. Um, it'll cost you. I mean, they'll probably allow it to, I would say you could expand 128 gigs of memory, um, you know, solid state drives. You could put whatever you want into Oh, but who would ever need more than 640 K of memory? K? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That was like, yeah. Bill Gates said that many, many years ago. Who would ever need that? Who would ever need that? Just like what? I don't need a more than a 10 megabyte hard drive. Yeah. You know, my first, my first <laughs> external hard drive, I had a Mac plus in 1987. <laughs> Get off my lawn. Yeah. And, um, I bought a, a, a 40 meg hard drive that was, that it was, was scuzzy. Ba- it was scuzzy. It was scuzzy based onto my Mac plus. And at the time I bought it, I plugged it in and I looked at it and was like, I, why did I get one so big? I will never fill this thing. <laughs> now, you know, 2018, the MyMac podcast yeah. is bigger than 40 megs. <laughs> and when yes, you it download is. it, and download speeds are now to the point where it's like, okay, I need to download that, uh, that 60 meg file. Okay, I'm done. You know, yeah. so it, it doesn't take any time anymore. And it's bigger than the original hard drive that I had yeah. when, on my first computer. No, it's, it's, it's amazing where we've gone. It's just so crazy. Okay. Well, I insanely think, um, crazy. huh? It's insanely crazy. It is. Yeah. Well, wouldn't that kind of cancel each other out? If you're insanely crazy, wouldn't that mean you're kind of sane? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> maybe. All right. Um, well, I think we're, uh, we're done with this section. Uh, we're done with this section. So I'm going to take us out. Are you, are you prepared to leave this section, Dave? I am prepared. Everyone, please. And let's see here. Hmm. Stand by to stand by, Rachel, and we'll be right back. Oh. 
Hi, I'm Bart Bouchards, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Their superpower is raving lunacy. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. And welcome to the third section of the mighty, mighty MyMac.com podcast. And, you know, we, we have talked about Mac minis. We have talked about Mac pros. We have talked about all kinds of stuff in this particular section but something that we haven't talked about is the price of eggs in China. Would you agree? Nodding my head. Hit it. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. Mostly. Gases tips. It's time for Gases tip. You know, Dave, you would never guess that I just made that up on the fly. Yeah, I would never guess at all. Yeah, yeah, wasn't one of my wasn't one of my best segues, but it is what it is. Okay. Uh, one of the things that came with Mojave was, uh, was dynamic desktops and they are awesome. And if you want to see your desktop change with the rise and the setting of the sun, here's what you need to do. Number one, you right click on your desktop or go to system preferences, select change desktop background and wait for system preferences to come up or just go to system preferences and select desktop and screensaver. Then choose between Mojave or solar gradients under the dynamic desktop section. Now, if you choose the Mojave wallpaper, you can opt to not have the image change or you could choose a static image. So if you want the image to change dynamically, then make sure you have the dynamic option selected beside the thumbnail of the image. Uh, do you have dynamic desktops selected on your machine, Dave? Nodding my head, yeah. Hit it. That's oh, the you're end so of good. Gases tips. That's Most the end of gases tips. That's Most the end of gases tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tent? Will you let me finish? Gases tips. And our thanks to Nick Hall, who I just became Facebook friends with after, I don't know how many years we have had mm. these, the, this, this beginning part and this closing bit to Gaz's tips. <laughs> and it's like every, probably three to four times a year, either Gaz feels guilty or I feel guilty. And it's like, you know, Nick Hall, you are awesome for having made these, uh, these intros and outros to Gaz's tips for us. It is greatly Greatly appreciate it. Now, I know one other thing that Gaz is looking for is a similar intro outro to his uh, Gaz's news snippets. So if anyone can come up with that, you too can be thanked three or four times a year and then forgotten about most of the rest of the time for doing a Gaz's news snippets intro and outro. But you will have our undying gratitude. Now, uh, Dave, do you have some kind of crazy pick for this week? Sure, why not? Uh, yeah, I, don't oh, oh. I don't know if it's crazy, but... Uh, oh, it's always crazy right here on FM 97 WKPY. <laughs> it, uh, but it was crazy enough that I got gigabit Ethernet, gigabit 
uh, internet yeah. speed in my house, so cool. I was crazy enough to go out and buy a uh, Netgear Orbi uh, mesh networking uh, system. Um, it's uh, pretty slick. Uh, Amazon had it on sale for a super price during uh, Black Friday, so I'm like, you know what? Let me uh, let me dive into this thing and see what it'll happen. Um, I tell you, man, wow, what an easy way. It was so easy to set up. I mean, I basically just plugged it in. You, you scan the uh, QR code on your phone with and to install the app and, and go. I mean, everything's set up like within about probably five or ten minutes. Really? So as, you set as, it all as, up via the phone or do they yeah, have a Mac app as well? Uh, I, did, did the, I did it via the phone because they have an app. So the Netgear Orbi app. Um, and uh, the satellites are super easy to set up too. You you just plug them in uh, in the places you want and th- it picks them up and boom, they were, there they were. Uh, I'm definitely noticing some improvements in my Wi-Fi coverage in the house. You know, I don't have a huge house, but... Uh, um, that but, uh, you have a very nice house. I have well, been I, to it. I like yes, you have. I appreciate that. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it was nice because I was, I was starting to struggle a little bit with, uh, the coverage down in our basement, uh, which is our family room. Uh, but, uh, I've definitely noticed a big difference with this, with the speed. So, uh, very slim unit. It's not very big at all, which is cool. Um, and it's got the gigabit, uh, uh, connectors for all of your ethernet. Um, I already had already bought, uh, updated my cable modem to the, the CM 1000. That's the, uh, that's a Doxis 3.1 modem and it's got the six, uh, gigabit, uh, capability. So I'm, I'm set for a while for future, uh, expansion. Nice. Uh, so, uh, yeah, the only thing I really, I think affects it is just the, the signal, the, the, the connections you get, uh, from your, from your cable company. Uh, in our case, Comcast, um, but because uh, I unfortunately have to split the signal here because I have one for the TV and one for the internet, so right. I'm gonna I may start looking and say, hey guys, I need you to just run me another line, and I want just solid connection to the pole to my inter- to my modem and be done. Well, now, especially but, if you're paying for gigabit Ethernet. Yeah, because it's I mean the speeds haven't been bad. Now I've had some interactions with the Mac Geek Gab guys and Dave uh, Hamilton, and he seems to think that uh, that there's some weirdness to the way gigabit ethernet reacts to to to, to these modems so, and these routers i should say well you've uh, but, done a speed test though right yeah i do the, i do the, the regular speed test speed test.net and then uh xfinity comcast has theirs too so but I, it's been for the most part the speeds have been 600 to 900 megabit which is not bad <laughs> yeah, that's like awesome yeah i mean compared to probably what you're uh well, well, no, so, I mean, mine is basically like 80 to 90 up and down. Yeah, yeah. But at least you're getting you're getting consistent up down speeds because of well, course as they, consistent as uh, FiOS is going to give me. Yeah, because because of course the upload speeds they they cap it at uh, 40, 40 or 50 the upload speeds. I mean the download speeds are are which are rocking, but that's pretty typical. I mean of any home. Yeah. When they do that, but no, I would I would highly recommend it. Even the price now it's 249 on Amazon. There's a three pack. Includes the uh, the router and the two satellite units, and you can add more if you need to. Um, all the ports you need to hook up things uh, to it, all ready to rock. And uh, it even doesn't have a light anymore because I was so used to the flashing lights I had that the, the Nighthawk uh, router before. It's, it, I, I wonder if it's working, but apparently it is. I'm still talking to you. So, <laughs> <laughs> so you basically you just plug it into power, and there's and there's nothing else that you no. you need to plug into it. Not really, other than I plugged in. I have some. Yeah, I still have my. Uh, my time capsule I use for backup only. Sure. Uh, plug that in, and then uh, yeah, I got, like I got the UMA service, so I got to plug that in, and uh, then I give it a separate switch. So, you know, you know, of course we're geeks, we gotta have all this stuff. Of course. Uh, um, and uh, but other than that, no, yeah, you know, it has like three Ethernet ports on it, uh, so you can plug into, which is which is fine. It's plenty. 
uh, highly recommend it, and it definitely is going to help your dead zones for Wi-Fi. I think for, for sure. I'm noticing it's 5,000 square feet of consistent coverage. Wow, so that's a lot. I yeah, I may I may have to consider that. Yeah, I mean it was it was 199, so that was that's what sold me. I was like, holy cow, this is a great deal. So I, <laughs> I jumped on it. Okay, well my pick, and this just came out. It was either late yesterday or today. Uh, it's Loopback Two from Rogue Amoeba for $99. Now, if you already use Loopback, this is a must-have update. It's only $49 if you already have it. Uh, and if you don't have it and you do audio stuff, why haven't you already gotten it? I mean, this is just an awesome program. Uh, and they also have two bundles available. You can get Loopback with Audio Hijack in a bundle for $130, which is almost $30 off the price if you bought the, each one of them separately. or for $175, you can get both of those programs along with the uh, the audio editor that I was talking about earlier, Fission. So if you check that, uh, if you look at older versions of Loopback and then look at the new version of Loopback 2, it's night and day. The, the user interface between these two programs, uh, it, it again, you know, I, I cannot believe what a great update this is. You can basically say, okay, I want this audio to go here. I want that audio to go there. And you, you route it any way you want to. Okay. This is, it, it really is amazing. And, uh, on not so much for the Mac to the future podcast, but for, right. um, uh, for in touch with iOS, that's, that's I was yeah. using that. And I think you've really almost convinced me I need to buy it now. <laughs> oh yes, yes, you should, David. It, it really is amazing. I've I've actually I'm going to eventually uh do some YouTube videos on this. I actually have a way, and I think it would work, but I would I would need to have all of my different VoIPs open. So I would have to have Discord open, I'd have to have Skype open, and I'd have to have wire open with at least one person in each one of those services. And I think I have figured out a way to where I could have a person on each one of those services talking to me, hearing me and hearing each other and record it and record. Well, you, you don't record through loopback. Right. Of course. I mean, but recording it, being able to record it. Yeah. 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 I, I could, I could easily set that up to where, and each one of those people would be on a, uh, a, a separate track here in either garage band or the doll of your choice. Now I may need something like the 2019 Mac Pro to give me enough horsepower to do all that. Uh, but just the fact that you can set something up like that is amazing. Uh, I will actually, Dave, uh, later on, I will send you a screenshot of how I figured out that it would probably work because I haven't had a chance to test it yet. It's the same screenshot you sent me the other day, isn't it? Well, that was, that's, what I, that's what I'm using right now oh, okay. for Skype. And that's relatively easy, but I'm talking about setting it up so where I have different VoIP services open. People on each one of those services can hear me. I can hear them and they can hear each other, which is not easy to do. But Loopback will make that possible. So check that out. It's rogamoeba.com forward slash loopback. It really is great software. They make great products. I mean, I've they got, do. I've got they audio do. hijack. I've got vision and uh, this might be number three. Yeah. 
Oh yeah, it it's and it's a good upgrade. It's only four. It's only fifty bucks. Yeah, so it's, what, well, fifty bucks. Fifty bucks version. never killed anybody. Oh, you don't. No, I don't. So okay. Uh, how, how much is it? It's ninety nine dollars for. Another website. Yeah, that is still that is yeah, honestly it's still yeah. worth it if you need it. Yeah, if you if you through. route a lot of audio on your Mac for the various things that you do, I mean, it will open up a world of possibilities. Yeah. That you may not have even realized. Anyway, bet, yeah, but I mean, I've been locked to the Zoom H6, which has been working pretty well for me. So yeah, no, no. It, it, see, it's it's not. You know, I've got this this Behringer UMC 204 HD, which gives me. Now you've got four independent tracks on the right. Zoom. Zoom. Right. Uh, I've only got two on this, but I have four on the UMC 404 that you saw that I had at MacStock. Right. With loopback, I can I can go absolutely flipping nuts, moving different audio sources around. And, and that's perfect for you because you just love playing around. I do. I, I I do like having different <laughs> audio setups. And and yeah, you do. You know, Gaz and I have been doing this podcast for nearly nine years. I I'm gonna just gonna guess here. I think I have probably had. 20 to 30 different audio setups in that nine <laughs> years. And in the meantime, Tim from, you know, tech fan and he started the mymac.com podcast yeah. has had the exact same setup since 2004. <laughs> it's the well, same microphone, the same audio why, interface, why but I it all just works. Something that already works. Exactly. You know, but, but I'm, I'm the kind of guys like, well, what if I, you know, and then I just go on from there. Usually I regret it much later, but you know, in the meantime, I'm having fun. All right. Um, Facebook, what is, you know, I think people, I said something last week when gas was on, it was like, you know, we dropped down to 199. So we're under 200 liquors on Facebook. And I was like, you know what? I think because people know how upset that makes me that other people are going <laughs> to drop off just to hear me rant about it. And wouldn't you know it this week, we're down to 198. So somebody was like, yeah, I'm going to screw with guy. And there we go. So I need two people now, two people. That's all I need to like Facebook, to get it back up to at least 200 so that I don't get all upset and, and, and cry bitter tears in, in the deep, dark, deepest dark of the night. I to make sure I was liking your page. I am. So you I'm not one of those. Okay. Well, you don't, you, you're not allowed you are not allowed to unlike oh, wait, them. Wait, oh. don't, don't do it. Oh God, no, no. <laughs> if you would like to support the, the complete insanity, all the different crazy things that I do, it is ever so easy to do. You can go to Patreon, become a Patreon supporter like Chris, Nick, Bob, and Troy. Uh, I think some of those used to, I don't think they do anymore. <sighs> Uh, I, I'm also on coffee, ko-fi.com, and I have gotten – people have bought me a cup of coffee. Uh, Frank, Warren, Troy, Bob, and Yvonne, and thank you to all past, present, and future supporters. Uh, it is your support that makes it possible for me to do the things that I do. So essentially, you guys are to blame. That's That's kind of how that works. Now, Dave, if people wanted – to contact you and say, my God, man, you have talked to Guy Searle three times this week. Yeah. What made you do so? How would they do it? 
Uh, they can contact me on Twitter at DaveG65. My podcasts are in touch with iOS.com and off the charts horseracing.com. And if you would like to get a hold of me, I don't have all the Gaz has these these little audio snippets of pe- different people saying guy in an English accent. And it never <laughs> fails to crack me up. I don't have those. Uh, it would be guy at mymac.com. You can also reach me on the Twitters where my Twitter handle there is Mac Pettit. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Uh, if you would like to get a hold of Gaz, uh, it's so easy. Gaz, G-A-Z at mymac.com. He's also on the Twitters, Gaz Maz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z, Cars Cars, over there on Twitters. And we have a combined Twitter account, Guy and Gaz, G-U-I-A-N-D-G-A-Z. Uh, if you'd like to get a hold of Fearless Leader Tim, that would be feedback at mymac.com. And my God, Dave, we have a Skype number. Did you I, know? I see that. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know now because you, uh, can, you can see it. But we have a Skype. Would you read off that Skype number, please? Yeah, I would. It's uh, area code 703-436-9501. And the, that's the easiest way to do that is right in the Skype application. If you try to dial it separately... Uh, if you're not in the United States, you'll have to dial a one or possibly a plus one, depending on yeah. where you live and how their phone system works. But again, the easiest way to do it is right there through the Skype application, 703-436-9501. So this is the part where I say thank you. Number one, thank you, Dave, for coming on. And, Thanks you know, for having me. Braving the gauntlet for the third time in a single week. That's, that takes That <laughs> takes some serious nads, dude. You know, respect. Uh, it's okay. It's, respect. You're you're a good man, nice. A good guy. man, Charlie Brown. <sighs> so, and this is also where I say thank you to all of you, all of the listeners. Thank you so very, very much for downloading and listening and listening because that's the important bit. Listen. To the mymac.com podcast. It is greatly appreciated and we love you long, long time. And Dave, you know, I think now this is this is coming from me. I think that we're good enough. Um people have done a survey and they said that we're not, but I still think that we're smart enough. And that doggone it, woof, woof. People like us. Now, this is the part I haven't I neglected to tell you this when okay. we started this recording. You see where it says silly language? Yeah, I, I, I need I you to try before. to read that. I did once before. I, I, I think twice I've done this. I've been here three <laughs> times. Me skargen bluggen racken pabli teats me rugort sheets me speak he beats gets killed ramlets and vika arkivella. Hey there, Georgian girl. Georgian girl. And right now, people that live in Georgia, not United States, Georgia, but the country, Georgia, are like, I have no idea what that man just said. What the heck did I just say? What did he just say? I don't say? even know what I just said. So I need you to go a little bit farther down. There's there's one last word there with lots of, of, of exclamation marks. What does that word say? Uh, end. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, 
the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcasts, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. So every single time we finish a segment, the first thing I do is I stop the recording and I save it. So because Gaz and I, we've had our issues with GarageBand and the various ways that we've recorded podcasts. And for some reason, and I don't know where, and I don't know how it started, but every single time I do this, I always go, okay, it's time for me to stop and save. I don't know why I say it like that. I just do. It's like, stop and save. I almost feel like it's like the queen going, yes, you should stop and save right now. Which is a really, really terrible Queen Elizabeth imitation. Like so I'll just stop doing that. All right. Well, you, you know more about it than I do. I mean, hell, you're a IT professional. and IT professional. And I'm just this guy yeah, well. who's handicapped, apparently. Oh, so I will, I will do some editing tonight. And hopefully, well, I, I may or may not finish it editing tonight you know i mean it's not like this is you do you know, it sunday right you should release, yeah, release it, sunday, it usually right? comes out on sunday anyway or if that's you know i give it i give it because i don't upload it oh well, that's right tim does yeah tim well i do the i do the rss feed i do the the web page um you know everything except actually upload it to the server because those are those are tim's private okay. servers so he he uploads it, and then he just takes all the information that I give him as far as the the RSS feed and the web page, and he just you know makes them all live. So I don't even like, I don't even make the web pages live. Just like he hasn't touched his recording settings since two thousand four, he's kept the way he uploads everything since yeah that time yeah too. because he's smart, he and smart. I'm not. <laughs> I just <laughs> I like screwing with stuff too much. I just like going oh well, what. Let me let me look at this microphone over here. Let me plug in this microphone. Let me plug in this audio interface. Let me plug yeah, in this. You know, that's why we love you, guy. It's why <laughs> it's why I've got a Personas 44 VSL. It's why I have a Rode Podcaster microphone. It's why I've got a Focusrite Saffir 14 audio interface. It's why I've got a a, a, a closet full of all kinds of microphones that I haven't used in years. It's why I've got all this crap. And, you know, I, I honestly, I just need to get rid of some of it, which is what I was, you know, trying to do when I went to uh, the Mac Stock Expo. And, and I had a bunch of this listed on Facebook. And you sold me some stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. But most of the people that contacted me via Facebook, I could tell it was a scam. Really? Oh, yeah. 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 They'd contact you and it would be like, uh, well, you know, I, I want to send you the money. Without oh. even seeing it, you know, that kind of thing. And what generally happens with those is they send you more than what it was you were asking for. Right. And they'll be like, oh, well, well, just use the what's left over to, uh, to, to send the microphone. And then you find out, of course, after you've sent it that the check isn't any good. So you're out the microphone and you're out the money that you used to send it. And you know th- these kinds of stupid scams happen all the time. And I'm, I'm, you know, if you're not willing to meet with me someplace, uh, you know, someplace neutral, right? Then you know I, I'm not even going to mess with you. I had one guy contact me supposedly from like California, 
And he was like, oh, well, you know, you had the best price for this, some microphone. And I was like, really, dude? Really? Really? You can't find anybody in California to sell you a relatively under $100 condenser microphone. Seriously. <laughs> it's like, go away. Just go away. I don't get people. Well, I mean, because the, the thing is, there's lots of, of, of really unscrupulous people that will take advantage of people's naivety, na- naivete, or however, that, however that's pronounced, and do whatever they have to do to try to get one over on them. It, it's why you have the Nigerian prince kinds of, of right. you know, where people are sending money after money after money after money. And they keep saying, well, I just need this for this. I need this for the, and at the end of it, you have nothing and they have all your cash and, and you got nothing out of it other than all these stupid emails from some Nigerian prince. Uh, you know, it, it's why, it's why you have all these scam artists and the internet hasn't, has made it just easier for them. Because now they don't even have to meet with you. They don't have to try to really develop any kind of rapport or relationship with you because it's all virtual. And most of what it is that's going on, that the front end stuff where they first get to know you, they don't even bother with that. That's all done through like bots. And then once they've actually got you, you know, hooked in a little bit, then you might get a real person. But all that stuff in the beginning, that's all, that's all like bots, like how many times have you gotten Facebook, you know, invitations right. from some girl who's obviously, according to the picture that is on her profile, is like uh-huh. early twenties or something like that, and it's like, you know, I'm 50, I'm a fifty eight year old man. <laughs> Why the hell would some hot chick, you know, twenty one years old, right? want to be my friend on Facebook without any prior type of relationship. It's not like these are people that were friends with my kids that, you know, I grew up with. It's not like these are people who, you know, uh, that I've met through work or anything along those lines. These are just random people like, Oh, I just decided I wanted to get to know you. It's like, really? Why? Why? What is it about this, this old guy that you've decided that as a 21 year old hot girl that you want to meet me or not meet me, but you know, have this, this, some kind of relationship. And it's like, you know, I, I just, I, and the thing is, you know, it works. Right. Because otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Someone somewhere mm. is falling for this. Oh yeah. I see him. All, I mean, I, I ignore him. Yeah. Yeah, okay, let me let me go to Facebook. How many? Oh, how many friend friend requests you've probably gotten? They're just jokes. Uh, let's see. Uh, as I scroll down, it just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. A lot of requests. Yeah, yeah, and actually, I do need to go through this because some of these look like they might be legit. The problem is, I get so many ones, so many ones that aren't legit. Right. That. Uh, I, I pretty much ignore them when I get ones that are possibly real. But, you know, I mean, if somebody contacts me and we have, you know, 20 plus mutual friends, all right, that could be legit. Yeah, exactly. You know, but just some guy that or some girl that's like, you know, just out of the blue. It's like, no, I don't think so. I just don't think so. 